Disgrace podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chelsea Grace. And today I am going to share with you 25 pieces of uh, life advice that I have prepared for you. So hopefully, this. <laughs> so sorry. Zach is sitting right across from me. So I'm probably going to laugh like 25 times. But okay, so I'm just going to dive right into this. All right. So, one. Always wear makeup in case you have a hot stalker. And uh, this is a pretty good tip to follow, uh, especially nowadays with all the like high-tech gear available to stalkers. Um, good stalkers usually have like, you know, a camera good enough to zoom in on your face from far away. And like, who knows what they do with the pictures, right? Like maybe they show their other hot stalker friends and they give each other their opinion and whatnot. And you don't want to be like, you know, stalker Joe's like, so yeah, this girl I've been stalking. And then stalker Pete is like, honestly, Joe, like she's just okay. Like the girl you stalked in December was so much better looking. You know, it's honestly a shame about the restraining order. And like, you just don't want to be, you know, the ugly girl at the stalker photo party. So always wear makeup. Um, two, Always leave a, a chocolate bar inside of your uh, ugly panties drawer for when you're on your period. And um, ladies, honestly, like you will thank yourself for doing this. You should you should definitely have like a whole separate drawer just for your period underpants, which are like like the cotton ones that come five in a pack for six ninety nine at Walmart, and you know can, they are, can only be worn with like high waisted pants because they go up to your tits. And there's just like so much unnecessary material that they like give off like a pleated effect. They're just so like this big torso covering pleated boner killing underwear. Um, period underwear also include like, you know, any underpants that have like fallen victim to stubborn stains, including, you know, but not limited to blood, skin marks, grass stains, semen, mustard, and like unidentified discharge. And then, um, you know, any underpants that have acquired holes due to rough housing or just, you know, general wear and tear. But yeah, they should have their own separate drawer and about like two weeks before you start your period, just like put a chocolate bar in the drawer and, you know, that's enough time to forget you put it there. So when Aunt Flo arrives and you go to get like your sleeping bag size underpants from your period drawer. It's a nice chocolatey surprise when you need it the most. So it's nice. Um, number three, always bite around the circumference of a hamburger and work your way towards the middle. Uh, this way it squishes like all the condiments into the middle and the very last bite will be like super mayo-y and delicious and it's great. 
Uh, number four, there's no excuse not to do your Kegel exercises. Like, of all the exercise moves in all the land, Kegels have got to be the laziest form of exercise ever. Like, if you're just going to sit around and be a fat piece of shit, then at least do your Kegels. You literally just sit there and suck your vagina in and out. Like, Kegels are a multitasker's dream because, like, they can be done while doing literally anything else. However, I feel like I don't even take my own advice with this one. I'm not sure if it's because they put the word exercise into the equation, like do your Kegel exercises. And I don't know, maybe it's just like the word exercise that just sort of deters me away from wanting to engage because sometimes I feel like even if I'm just laying around staring at the ceiling and I start doing Kegels, after like 10 of them, I'm like fucking exhausted. Like my vagina breaks into like a small little sweat. And I'm thinking like maybe I should throw like a sweatband on it or like stick one of my little iPod earbuds into my vagina so it has, you know, something to listen to while she's exercising. I don't know, maybe put on the Rocky theme song for her or something or fill like a mini salt shaker with some water so she can use that as like a little water bottle. I don't know, just like, you know, make the exercise environment a little more inviting for her Then you know, maybe I'll follow through with, with my Kegels. Anyway, um, number five, take a piece of bologna and fry it in a pan and then the middle will like puff up and sort of make like a bowl shape and then you make some macaroni and cheese and you put it like inside your bologna bowl. So this like not only saves dishes, but it's good for stoners and fat asses. Uh, Number six, if you love somebody, let them go to Taco Bell and buy a -a Build-A-Box meal and then have them share it with you. Um, You can really tell a lot from a person on uh, how they order uh, Taco Bell and and how they share food with you. Uh, In Canada, like a standard Taco Bell Build-A-Box comes with uh, plain fries. And for like a little bit of extra money, you can upgrade to the Fry Supreme. So if the person you're like romantically involved with and, you know, sharing a builder box with uh, doesn't like A, know to upgrade to a Fry Supreme or B, doesn't want to fork out the money to do so, then this person is absolutely not somebody you want to spend your life with. Um, now the build a box also comes with the option of the, uh, caramel apple empanada or one of those cinnamon stick things. And the very, very clear choice here is the empanada. It's like six million calories. And when you touch it, the grease literally eats through your fingers and like destroys your fingerprints and then, you know, gives you minor artery blockage for just like a period of time. But it's so fucking delicious. And if someone chooses the shitty cinnamon stick over the empanada, then, you know, that's also a very clear sign that this person will um, never remain faithful to you. So, uh, yes, if you think you may be headed in a serious direction with someone, then it's uh, definitely a good idea to, you know, go to Taco Bell and see how this all plays out. Um, Number seven, 
Uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But if you're interested in a blind guy, then you better smell good. Um, you know, everyone knows that when one sense fails, the other becomes stronger. So if you're kind of digging a blind guy, then, you know, it's only common sense to want to smell good, I would think. Like, I always wonder how, like, a bunch of buddies who are blind talk about girls when they get together. Like, you know, usual guys are just like, yeah, man, like, you should have seen the tits on her. Like, you know, fucking stacked as a totem pole. But blind guys, are they like, yo, dog, you should have smelled this girl as if last night, bro. It was like, like, honey mixed with, like, those little individually wrapped strawberry candies that, you know, you only find on desks at major banks or grandma's house, bro. Like, she was so hot. So, um, yeah, I just always make sure, you know, you're smelling fresh because kind of like one of my fantasies, I guess, is to, you know, find a hot blind guy who needs help crossing the street. But, you know, we end up crossing genitals instead. Anyway, um, number eight, um, if you ever find yourself slipping on a banana peel, just throw any loose change that you may have in your pocket up in the air. So it looks like you're on Mario Kart and um, this will aid in, you know, the process of not looking stupid while slipping on a banana peel because, you know, everybody fucking loves Mario Kart and will probably think that it's really funny and will fall in love with you. Um, number nine, if someone gives you butterflies, uh, make sure you don't have diarrhea first before you go falling in love with them. And, um, I've been a personal victim to this situation before. Uh, the feelings are, are quite similar, so it's very easy to misdiagnose a simple case of diarrhea or other related stomach or bowel issues with having uh, feelings for someone so if you are like talking to someone or like kiss them or just their presence give you like gives you that like tingly butterfly feeling then I recommend waiting like 30 minutes to an hour before you make any conclusions about how you feel because if diarrhea occurs in this time then there's a good chance that like it's not really butterflies uh, but if if no emergency bowel evacuation occurs then you know it might be love who knows um number 10 uh leave some snacks inside your pillowcase that way you don't have to get out of bed to get something to eat and i mean this one kind of speaks for itself i feel like if an explanation is needed then you know you aren't really my kind of people so whatever um number 11 uh stop worrying about your eyebrows so much like I'm not really sure when having, like, sculpted eyebrows became such a big trend. But, like, you know, just pluck the loose hairs every now and then and it'll be fine. You're fine. We're all fine. My eyebrows constantly look like two millipedes about to face off in Mortal Kombat. But, like, the original arcade Mortal Kombat where, like, the graphics are a little fuzzy. And, you know, no one ever said anything to me about my eyebrows looking bad. So... Y'all can just, you know, stop stressing and let's just move on from that. Uh, Number 12. um, If you're at an adult sleepover and you have to fart but you don't want to make any noise because you aren't quite there with your lover yet, then um, if you just spread open your butt cheeks, the fart should just sort of ease out 
like on its own quietly. Um, there may be like a slight wispy sound, like like, but you know that's about it. Um, normally, you you won't even need to push. The spreading of the cheeks kind of opens the butthole enough to release the gas on on its own. But sometimes, you know, a slight push is required. But you know, but um, just like just enough to get the flow of air going. Because if you push too hard, it'll tighten your asshole and it'll be you know, even louder. Um, number 13, drinking eight glasses of water a day is important. Um, not so much for your health, but like more so because if you drink lots of water, then you have to pee a lot. So like, say you pee like every half an hour and going to the bathroom takes like an average of two minutes. So if you work an eight hour day, that's like 16 two minute breaks, which is 32 minutes, which for most people is like having two more fully paid breaks. And it just, you know, makes the day go by that much faster. Uh, 14, take time to stop and smell the flowers. Uh, Unless you were at a funeral and you are paying your respects up at the casket, then, you know, maybe just kind of keep shit moving along instead of being like the weirdo to stop and smell the dead guy's flowers. Um, And if you're really feeling the urge to stop and smell the flowers, like funeral homes are usually very well kept and have like a garden outside. So, you know, just maybe go do that out there. Uh, number 15, uh, never use those little jelly packs of laundry soap that you just throw right in the laundry. Like just stick to the old fashioned liquid detergent because I once used a gel pack thing to wash my bed sheets and when they were done, the jellies didn't quite dissolve all the way and they were smeared all over my bed sheets and it looked like jizz, which is super ironic because the reason why I was washing my bed sheets was to remove the jizz looking stains that might have been actual jizz or maybe just hot glue from when I had to glue my underwires back into my bras. So yeah, liquid detergent, stick with that. Uh, 16, uh, never be afraid to be the one to take the last slice of pizza. Like you're honestly just doing everyone a favor. Like you're putting everyone else at the pizza party out of their misery because everyone knows that once it's down to the one last slice of pizza like nothing else matters like none of the conversations people are having matter because they aren't registering in people's brains because everyone is just thinking about the last slice and how they want to eat it so bad but they don't want to be you know that asshole who takes it and like every 35 to 40 seconds everyone just sort of like glances over at it to see if it's still there and like hours go by and it it doesn't even look good anymore like the cheese has like congealed and the crust is like hard as fuck but like that doesn't even matter because you've just wanted this pizza for so long and in fact it's like only seeming more delicious as time goes by and you know like the the intention in the room it just like never dissipates it just grows and grows until like someone can't stand it anymore so they announce that they have to work early tomorrow and have to leave even though they don't have to work early tomorrow they just can't stand the temptation of this last piece anymore and then everybody follows suit and leaves the party and the host is left with this pizza pizza which is now you know safe for him to eat but now he doesn't even want to eat it anymore because the thrill of it is gone upon everyone leaving so just you know be the guy who eats it just put everyone out of their misery so everyone can carry on with their normal lives <sighs> and that's what i have to say about that so um 17 
if you choose to lead a life of crime, at least steal from craft stores and preferably Michael's, uh, the chain craft store. I'm not sure who the hell Michael thinks he is, but that store is so ridiculously overpriced. I like I don't even know how this Michael sleeps at night. Like I'm assuming it's on a large pile of money in a bed with some sort of like DIY quilt that he made using craft supplies that he marks up at his stores. Like honestly, half the stuff so, uh, sold in that store can just be bought at Dollarama for 500% cheaper. And I honestly, I feel bad for like the sweet old ladies who want nothing more than to, you know, hang out with Pat Sajak and Alex Trebek every weeknight from 7 to 8 p.m. while they defy their arthritis and knit their little lives away. Like a fucking ball of yarn at the craft store is seriously like seventeen ninety nine, And that's for one color. Like who wants a quilt with one solid color? No, nobody does. And if you're like, if you're around the age of 30, you have an Afghan blanket quilt type thing that your grandma knitted for you. And it's three different colors. And, you know, if you don't have one of these, then your grandma was a deadbeat. No offense. But um, now that they have to like dip into their retirement fund to afford some fucking yarn, there'll be no more grandma knitted Afghan quilts in the future. And that makes me sort of sad. So yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a criminal, you know, at least steal from the craft stores. That's all I ask. Um, number eighteen, don't be afraid to do things alone. Going to a, uh, a restaurant alone can be very peaceful and relaxing. Um, however, uh, please don't go to uh, Chuck E. Cheese to eat alone because you will most likely be mistaken for a pedophile and will be thrown in jail where you will never be able to eat alone because, you know, all your cellmates will be there eating with you, and it's ironic, so, you know, just don't do it. Um, 19, always be yourself. Um, Unless, of course, you're an actor and you're playing a character in a play, then in that case, uh, don't be yourself. Be the character you're required to play. Unless... It is a play about your own life and you're playing the role of yourself. Then in that case, then yes, go back to being yourself. Um, Number 20, if you got it, flaunt it. Um, Just not at work because uh, then there might be sexual harassment lawsuits involved. Uh, Unless you're very stealthy, very careful. Personally, I love pulling my boob out at work. Um... I don't know if you can hear that, but it's storming. It's really loud. Anyway, um, it's difficult because I work at a strip club, but also a coffee shop. So pulling my boob out is almost necessary at the strip club where it's sort of frowned upon at the coffee shop. But I do it anyway. Um, we have like a swinging door that goes to our back room with like a plastic window on it. And I just love squishing my boob up, up against the window and just like waiting for my coworkers to walk by. And I haven't had any complaints about it yet. Um, my boss doesn't know I do it. But the closest I've ever gotten to getting in trouble for something sexual at work was in my review. My boss commented that um, I needed to stop motorboating my coworkers in front of customers which okay i get that one i understand all right no problem uh number 21 knowing when to walk away takes wisdom actually walking away takes courage and 
And uh, this is a really beautiful quote that I like to keep in mind um, when I'm uh, at an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet. Um, Knowing when to walk away takes wisdom. Actually, walking away takes courage. And I mean, knowing when to walk away from the buffet is, is easy, right? You have seven dirty, empty plates stacked in front of you. You've either already undone your pants or just taken them off completely and you could barely breathe and you just want to go up for one more round. So you're kind of checking around to see if there's a medic nearby because you're like 97% sure if you eat one more plate of chicken balls, you'll need to be resuscitated. And actually walking away takes courage. It really does, especially for poor people like me. I mean, all you can eat, I really have to stock up because this meal needs to sustain me like all day perhaps all week because you know i can't afford another one and you know it's really courageous walking away from a buffet when you aren't really sure you know where your next meal's coming from so yeah i just always try to remember this very inspirational quote when i'm uh, riding the dangerous wave at the all-you-can-eat buffet all right, we're almost done. 22. Never forget to put away your dildo in case of unexpected company. And uh, this should be common sense, but unfortunately for a lot of people, including myself, it's not. And I get it. I mean, like after a solid diddle session, you're tired and you just want to go to bed. We don't always feel like, you know, getting up and putting our dildos back in their safe spot. But there have been times when I forgot to put it away and it's made for some awkward moments. Um, like when I went on my first vacation to Cancun, my dad decided to invade my privacy and clean my room when I was gone. And then when I got home, my dildo was just sitting like right on top of my freshly made bed. So that was weird. So please, for the love of God, put your dildos away. 23, uh, this too shall pass. Unless Gandalf the wizard is like, you shall not pass. Then maybe it won't pass because, you know, Gandalf is pretty powerful. And if he doesn't want something to pass, then it's probably not going to pass. Number 24, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. Because if you did it the other way around, then you'd be upside down. And all the blood would rush to your head and then you'd probably die. Which is like the opposite of the message that this quote is trying to relay. And my last piece of advice, don't sweat the small stuff because then you might get body odor. And, you know, no one really cares for body odor. I mean, like, there's all different kinds of different body odors, but none of it's really that good. And nobody wants to be the one to tell you that you stink. So people just avoid you and then it hurts your feelings because, you know... Most people with body odor don't know they smell and they're all confused why people aren't talking to them. Um, However, there is one smell that I personally find way worse than body odor and that's patchouli. I feel like I'd rather hang out with someone who has like an oniony Greek pita smelling body odor than someone doused in patchouli. It's too aggressive It's just, I can't stand it. There's a regular customer at the coffee shop he comes in every day and he just overkills it on the patchouli and whenever he walks in like all our eyes start to water and like all our faces melt off like the bad guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark and like we're just sneezing everywhere and it's just not good so yes um don't sweat the small stuff because you'll stink and then don't wear patchouli so yeah okay that's 25 pieces of life advice from me to you so uh, i ser- uh, sincerely hope that these maybe help you out 
and who knows, enhance your life in some way, shape, or form. But uh, anywho, I'm going to hit the dusty trail, and I'm uh, really excited for the next episode because I'm having my buddy Zach on again, and we've stumbled across one of the greatest things to ever be found in the history of possibly the world, and I can't wait to talk to you about it. But um, until then, I'll see ya, and um, remember, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself when Chelsea Grace problem out of time. Bye! Little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Mm, gonna try with a little help.